Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of With Joy, a self-improvement podcast with dynamic life experiences of amazing people across the world. Today I'm talking to Vanessa McConkie, a career coach for mid to senior level executives and entrepreneurs. She's the founder of Vanessa McConkie Coaching, Top Line Resumes LLC, co-founder of Elevate Up LLC, and podcast host of Designing the Best You. She is also a published author alongside Forbes with an upcoming book called Designing the Best You, How to Work from Home but Not All the Time. Let's go on in and have a chat with her. Vanessa, hi, it's great meeting you. Hi. (laughs) How have you been? I've been good, and yourself? I've been great, as good as I can be. Now, Vanessa, I know you are someone who is very, very out in the open, always pursuing many things. And, you know, just to let our audience have a bit of context, can you let them know a bit more about yourself? At first, I am a mother of three little boys under the age of five and happily married, well, happily most days, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it just goes how it, you know, how it goes. And I am an executive mid to senior level career coach. Um, so I work with a lot of people who um, are looking to either up level their careers in their current role or they're like, hey, I don't like my job anymore. I want something different. And we help them transition out of that into a role that's better designed for themselves. Yeah, that's great. I mean, career is something that everyone has and everyone needs to continuously develop throughout their life. Now, did you always start off being a career coach or, you know, was this, was there any transition towards this field for you? Yeah. So I got a degree in engineering and operations management. I graduated in three years. I don't know why, but I did that. Um, (laughs) I had a job ready. I had internship. I graduated. I moved into that field. I quickly went up into leadership. Mm -hmm. I was one who always was filled with joy, right? Filled with excitement, filled with love. And people were drawn to that. And I always encourage people, my they could hear it in your voice. They could see it in your actions. Nice. You're slouching in your chair, but anyways. But um, I moved up quickly into management and was running a lot of different companies um, across the country, across the world, actually, in some situations mm-hmm. as plant managers, operations manager. And then I was traveling um, in the last role that I had um, as a W-2 employee, meaning if someone doesn't know what that is, it's someone else's basically paying you to be their employee. I was traveling a lot. I was going from East Coast to West Coast to Central to all over the place in the States, and it was exhausting. Uh, I enjoyed the work that I did, and I think I know I didn't take time for myself and Mm. take the breaks. I was so focused on other people, and so I got burned out. And I said, hey, company, I'm going to take a sabbatical. They're like, oh, yeah, your job's here. Not a big deal. Come back. You know, I will give you six months where you're at. I took a month off, kind of figured out, like, who am I? Like, my identity is gone now. I'm not working. (laughs) What's going on here? Figured out there's different parts of life other than work. It took some time. I went off to, like, San Diego by myself and kind of just did whatever I wanted to do that I couldn't do at that time. And my husband and I, we got pregnant with our first son and said, Hey, okay, you're probably not going back to work. Um, (laughs) But I'm not one to sit still. I have this like passion inside of me. So I was like, Oh, what do people come to me for? What do they come to me for on a regular basis? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them came to me for career stuff. Oddly enough. I mean, I've laid off people. I've hired people. I've fired people. I've helped them transition into different roles, all these different things. People started coming for resume writing. 
And I was like, oh, okay, what am I going to do with this? You know, how am I going to get people <laughs> to pay me for resume writing? And so this is about the time that Fiverr came out. Oh. So my, I had no idea what it was. My husband's right. like, hey, you know, you're pregnant. This is, go on Fiverr, you create a profile and, you know, just you can start writing resumes. How hard can yeah. it be? Yeah. Um, he's like, and you don't have to charge just the $5 type thing, right? <laughs> that was, at the beginning, that's what everyone thought it was. I started charging and some other guy found me for his resume writing business and said, hey, you've written a couple for me already. I used a, a pseudo name and I like your work. Let's work together. So he did that. And the problem was he had a lot of ADHD tendencies. Mm. So one day I was doing, I was an amazing person. I was the best person right. in the world. All the clients loved me. And the next day it was all kinds of words I can't even say. Um, <laughs> he would call me oh, up and email me and I'm like, I can't do this. I already have hormones going up and down with pregnancy. <laughs> I don't need it with another person. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so I, my entire family, they're all entrepreneurs, everywhere from grand, great-grandparents to grandparents, parents, um, siblings. And so I'm like, you know what? I can do this. This is not hard. Yeah, my husband's supporting us, but I don't want to sit here. And this is of no offense to anyone. I just can't sit there and I just can't do that. You know, it's mm -hmm. not me. I was like, okay, I can easily do a little Wix website, pull it up, you know, do some LinkedIn stuff, call mm -hmm. it a day. And so I ended up making a lot of money <laughs> the first year wow. after i mean i was writing resumes in the hospital giving birth to my son it was uh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's really boring sitting in a hospital when you're really <laughs> i mean i can imagine but <laughs> <laughs> so i did that um for a couple years on my own i enjoyed it but people were coming to me for more so yeah and then i pivoted last year into saying hey i am worth it right and i'm gonna do career coaching and charge people for it and i have had such great success with that and my right. goal is always like hey if even just a little part of me rubs off onto someone else and it rubs off into 500 other people and they have it rub up that's fine that's what i want you know that's right. that's the whole point of it so so that's how i got into it and i've really just loved it and love sharing my story and other people's stories um, mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah that definitely seems like quite the journey vanessa my goodness so as you were going through this entire transition, were there any challenges that presented itself to you? Did you find any difficulties as you worked towards what you wanted to? Absolutely. So I know you and I have talked before, but it's like I had health issues. I still have them. Um, yes. But like I said earlier, I was traveling a lot. I was do, not going back and forth and not taking care of myself. You know, they need me, they need me, they need me. No, well, hey, guess what? If you're not at your best, you can't give your best to other people. So if you're tired, like <laughs> take a nap. I tell my kids all the time, you know, you got it's nap time. And they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, if someone told me that they were gonna lock me in a room for an hour and a half to take a nap, please. Like, so <laughs> I want everyone to take care of themselves. If you're tired, if you didn't get sleep the night before, take a nap. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Now that we're all working from home. Who is going to know it? I don't care if you set your alarm and you do a little meditation. To my story about it is mm -hmm. I have a couple of rare autoimmune diseases where I literally do, if I don't take care of myself, I get knocked off my feet for days every month. Like it, it's not right. good. So for example, if one of my kids brings home the flu, they all get the flu and my husband gets the flu. And if I get it, most people, right, it takes a couple days, maybe a week. For me, it's like three weeks before I fully recover. Oh my gosh. Like it drains me. <laughs> so yeah. it was a couple years ago in between, so having three boys, in between the second and the third child, I didn't recover completely from postpartum. Mm -hmm. This is another thing too, if you're a mom or if you're 
planning to be a mom or you're pregnant, whatever, like make sure you're very clear with your doctor on your feelings. <laughs> because if you're feeling sad and upset and crying all the time, yes, we have hormones, but it's not normal. <laughs> it's not normal to be upset and mad and all that stuff all the time at everyone mm. around you. That's what was happening with me. And mm. on top of the autoimmune diseases, that was taking a toll on my body. And right. in getting pregnant the third time, because I didn't take care of that completely, it was a very rough pregnancy. And I was then concerned about, oh, is the baby gonna be okay? Are they gonna be down and depressed for their life? And how am I gonna handle this? And was taking a lot on. I wasn't getting enough sleep um, because you've got two other kids running around you know, that you're dealing with and right. you got this massive thing on your belly that's avoiding you, you know, keeping you from sleeping and rolling around and getting comfortable. Um, <laughs> so then when I had that child, first of all, he's the happiest child alive. I mean, he, everything is funny. So I'm so blessed for that. Again, I went through the severe depression hit about six months after he was born. Mm -hmm. And everything was bad. I woke up and it's like, I didn't want to get dressed. Right. Oh, when's the day going to be over so I can get some rest again? Oh, wait, no, I have to get up in the middle of the night to feed the kid. You know, and it's like all these things were just adding up, adding up, adding up. I'd tell my doctor and she's like, you just have to get sleep. I'm like, you come over here. You need to take care of my kids and then I'll get some sleep. But because I always wanted to serve people, it was like, okay, did I ask for help? Absolutely, I did. But I still, I never said it to myself, but looking back, it was an underlying thought of, I want to be super mom. I want to just get it done. I just want to be this amazing, you know, mom and things like that. And I think that's what right. happens nowadays is we're like, okay, social media presents this amazing picture of life. And then people, they still put like filters on their bad days and whatnot. I finally got out of it because I said, hey, enough's enough. Like, mm -hmm. this is not acceptable for my kids to see. This is not acceptable for my husband to see anyone else around me. And I can't serve my clients mm -hmm. with joy because I'm not taking care of myself. Did I invest a lot of money in my health? Absolutely, I did. Um, but because of the autoimmune diseases, I had to be careful of what supplements to take. I had to be careful of what different medications we would be put on. They did have me on um, antidepressants. I'm not a big mm -hmm. fan of medication, um, but it was the smallest dose you could be on. And it made me feel so much better. It made me get to the point where I was level-headed enough to think for myself, <laughs> right? Okay. Who out there has been tired, so incredibly tired? You just, everything is bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you get that one minute of sleep and you're like, holy cow, I can think <laughs> and life is amazing, right? <laughs> right? That's how it goes. And so that's, that's what started happening. I mean, it wasn't to that extreme yet. But it took a solid year, I would say up until a few oh months gosh. ago, I was really like, now I'm back to where, to the person that I know I am. Mm -hmm. And it's great because the world needs the best you, the best me, the best everyone out there to be able to solve all these crazy problems that are going on right now. So I'm really happy to be back to my normal self. <laughs> <laughs> really good for you for being able to bounce back. It's definitely hard and I'm glad you were able to find some time for yourself. Now, obviously I can tell Vanessa, you're quite a workaholic and you enjoy that <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. Kind of, yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> so were there any particular methods or tips that really helped you begin to bounce back into how you are now? In terms of tips, I would say you got to have some kind of consistency throughout your day. Our minds are going all the time about 20, 50 different things at once. And so 
If we take the time in the morning and we say, okay, what fears am I having? What negative thoughts am I having? And write them out, just a spiral notebook and just say, here's the problems that I'm thinking about right now. And then after about five or 10 minutes of that, take those thoughts and be like, okay, turn them into positive thoughts. Like for example, oh my gosh, the kid's such a, whatever, you know, whatever (laughs) name you want to put in there. And hey, we all have those thoughts, put it, but write it out and then say, okay, change it around. Okay. He means well, he may be a little bit more aggressive. So how can I change my attitude towards it? and be kinder and sweeter and stuff towards him. And so you write these things out. And then after you do that, write like three or five things or people that you're grateful for and say, you know, I'm grateful. And there's going to be some days I'm not going to lie to you that it's going to be hard. You're like, (laughs) I am grateful for, oh my, the sun. Yeah. Thank God. So it's it's hot, but it's sun, you know, (laughs) or I'm thankful for, I have a working pen, (laughs) you know, whatever it may be, you're going to have some of those days, but other days you're going to be just filled with gratitude and joy and things like that. And then I would even take it a step further and say, okay, for example, I was having a rough day with my husband a few days ago. We all have them. One of my girlfriends had texted me, she was like, can I vent? I'm having a problem with my husband. I'm like, having a problem too. Like, (laughs) okay, fine, whatever. Let's listen to your problem. So it's right. It's one of those days. After that, she had, she texted me, she goes, what what do you want from Starbucks? I don't want anything from Starbucks. I just want to end this day or get my husband out of the house, whatever. Right. And, but she came over and not only did she bring me a Starbucks coffee, but she brought my boys the cake pops. Oh. So it was an extra bonus that I wasn't expecting. And right. so that next day in my journal, I wrote, I'm like, I am so thankful for her because it was something very simple. And it doesn't have to mean you have to go, go buy someone anything, whatever. But I sent her a little voicemail, like a little voice message on the phone the next day saying, hey, I just want to say I'm so grateful for you. And thank you so much. Even though I had already texted her right after she had given it to me and told her like, hey, thank you for this. I said it again. I'm like, I'm so thankful for you know what you did that really just boosted up my day and the boys too that was really thoughtful of you to do so when we do things like that not only does it boost the other person it boosts our own self-esteem because Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah i feel good right what happens when you go and you volunteer places right you feel good about yourself and the people are feeling good about themselves but when we're wallowing in our own you know our own doubts our own fears and things like that Mm -hmm. what does everyone else feel around us so once you do that then i say okay get moving you know whether it's you go for a walk if you if you can get outside like i was telling you earlier like it's, it was 93 degrees at 5 a.m. here right. in Phoenix. Um, but, you know, if you can, get outside, get moving, get that fresh air, that sunshine. If not, do a little stretching, yoga, at-home workout. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy, but move your body because what happens is when our blood starts flowing, mm-hmm. then it goes to our mind and our mind starts going too. And, and please don't pick up your phone yet. Like, don't pick up your phone and check your emails, <laughs> check your social media, any of that stuff. Right. Stop. Like, that is bad, not necessary. Um, if you have any apps in there, like I have a Bible app on there. I've even said to my husband a couple days ago, I'm like, I'm going to stop with that. I'm going to get the actual book out again mm-hmm. and use that versus the app because then you're like, oh, I can go look this. Oh, wait, you know, you get this squirrel tendency. Oh yeah, here. So put that away, but get moving. And then once you have that, then eat your nice breakfast, have your coffee, you know, take a shower and get dressed for the day. Yes, we're still all working at home. Mm-hmm. Get dressed, but you feel it too. Right. When you kind of dress down, I'll say, you feel it. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, if you're in the fitness industry, that's all you're going to really be wearing anyways, but still get decent. I'm not saying put on a suit and tie or whatever, but every 20 to 25 minutes, you have a timer. You say, okay, here's my top tasks for the day. I always say don't do any more than three. 
because <laughs> if you get all three done, they're way too easy. They have another list, but start with that top one and say, okay, that's 20 to 25 minutes, go. Like just go, 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 go. After that, stand up, take a break, walk around, play with your kids, play with your dog, but get that going and do that a couple times in the morning. And then when you get to the middle of the day, you take a longer break. Guys, it's funny as adults, what do we do? We we want to work, 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 work. Yeah, I can be a workaholic, but <laughs> you have to schedule like fun time in. Because right. our brains and our bodies need that. So you do that and then you come back and do a couple more of those Pandoros and then you end your day. That's a big thing is end your day, turn off your phone, close your laptop. Think about when, hey guys, when we're all at the office and you start like packing up and slowing down and when it hits that time that you're supposed to leave, you rush out of there. Do that in your workspace. Like close your laptop down, rush out of that work area. Like go and if you have to go get in your car and drive around the block, if that makes you feel better, fine, do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't care. Do it. You know, or run around the house or something and jump up and down and then, you know, or walk out the door and come in the door. Honey, I'm home. You know, whatever you want to do to make it fun. Right. And just close your work day out because I think that what happens is when we're at home, we feel like we constantly have to be on and be available. That's not healthy. Here's the cool thing. Well, cool to a point. My son's a little extreme. He's like me um, with the routines. <laughs> when we And my husband likes to be very sporadic. Let's do something different every day and at different times. And I'm like, oh my goodness, no. And my son, well, the son is like, please no. And so he tells him, he's like, okay, 400, daddy's done. And if it's like 401, my son's like, daddy, it's 401. You're supposed to be done like get done <laughs> but that's also really good for accountability if you tell your kids i'm done at this time make sure you respect that for yourself and your family and you're that's done true. And put it yeah. away if you can't be for i mean there's always going to be a couple of exceptions you've got mm -hmm. a meeting that goes over you have to send that last email that's fine but communicate it and say hey guys okay 415 I'm going to be done let's you know and then we'll maybe we'll do something extra special or whatever it may be but it's really important to do that and spend time with your family I don't I don't know about any of you guys out there school stuff was just released in terms of um, at least out here in Arizona we start early yay all virtual mommy is so excited um <laughs> not <laughs> because that means I have to add something else to my schedule but if you if everyone looks back into like medieval times and like even just like 50 years ago people were at home they valued their families you know it wasn't up until like 20 25 years ago where it was like everyone has to work mom and dad have to work because we have to provide for what oh it we, we have to pay for childcare because we heaven forbid we have our kids at home with us or heaven forbid now i understand there are situations you have to do that but hey let's get back to the basics i, I i'm in the process of writing a book with forbes and it's talking about designing the best you from working from home right. and that's what we need to do is like hey guys back in medieval times what did they do all of their work was in their home and their kids and their servants, all they were all in their home with them. Were they super stressed out about it? They probably were at some times. Yeah, mm. they still had schedules and routines. So what? How how different is that from our time? Exactly. Now? Yeah. Technology. I mean, this is a, a funny story on the side that. Mind you, mine are all under the age of five. So they come in and they're like, mom, I have to poop. I don't care, go, you know, but they use it. And it's funny, it's a great little break. And you're like, oh yes, did you hear that? I'm sorry, you know, or they come and they start making faces in the camera because they can see themselves. It's fun to them. And at what point in our life did we say, we can't have fun anymore? That's not funny. Get away, child. Like, right. can't laugh. And do you know a child laughs like over a hundred times a day and an adult is like 10? That's so sad. <laughs> right? 
Like, how sad is that? I mean, they were sitting at the table. He was just looking at the the middle child and just laughing at every little piece that he put. He's like, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, that is so funny. And he didn't care. He was just laughing and having a good time. And then it made the other one laugh. And it was making me laugh. And that was such a great experience. And I think we need to do so much more of that. There's times to be serious and there's, you know, when I'm on the phone with Forbes or something, I don't need them coming in and interrupting. Right. Of course. But I say, hey guys, mommy's on a a really important call right now. Give me until, again, give them a time. This is the time that I will come out. If I don't, please come knock on the door and make sure that, you know, it's time for me to play with you. We'll do something super cool together. Because if you think about it, when you're in an office, you have a guideline. Like, you know, like, let's say you're in a union shop. Everyone knows at 1130, it's lunchtime, bell rings. That's what happens. So why would we change that when we're at home? Good point, yeah. There's so much to do, especially in this era. You can't ever stop doing stuff. But like Mm -hmm. you said, making sure you have the time delegated. There's a time and place. And, you know, I love that. I think it's such an important message for everyone to know that. And, you know, funny thing, you brought up the the book that you're writing with Forbes. How did you get into that, actually? I'm kind of curious. So, you know how you just... You see things online, you see books, you people make comments about things and you're like, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. You keep getting, you somehow get on an email train and you keep seeing those emails. <laughs> That's what had right. happened to me is I was seeing things on LinkedIn. I was getting, I don't even know how I got an email subscription thing for someone who teaches people to write books. And I'm like, whatever. And I finally unsubscribed from it. And somehow I got back on it. I don't know how. I had gotten an email one day from one of the, um, I can't think of her title right now. Like, I think she's like just a publishing agent, director or something like that. We'll call her Barb right now. Sure. She um, emailed me and said, hey, it looks like, oh, I put that as a, uh, a published writer on my LinkedIn headline. And I am. I write for other blogs. I write my own I do my own content, everything like that. That's right. to me, that's the definition of it. And she goes, it shows that you're, you're published. I could, but I Googled you and I couldn't find anything that's, you know, is in terms of like my definition of published. Hey, I work with Forbes books, blah, blah. And she went in her whole introduction. Right. And I was like, like, how did you find me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was random. Like, I mean, I know I work with recruiters and you have keywords that you look for. And so I was thinking like, okay, that's probably how she found me. And so we got on a call and we were talking about all the same things that we've kind of talked about. And and this is right before the whole pandemic, like no joke. It was a couple of weeks before anything really happened. Oh or my God. Really, I mean, obviously it was already happening in China, but we didn't know we about didn't know. it. Yeah. Um, or at least the mass media didn't know about it. And she's like, hey, let's, you know, you should probably be writing something about, you know, how you do working from home, how you organize it. You've got, you know, all these kids and you've got your businesses. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's do that. So that's where we started. And as it started to go through over the next handful of weeks, we're like, okay, this is really serious right now. <laughs> There's nothing out there that right. says, hey, this is how you could work from home. These are some tips and tricks. I kind of did it a little bit differently than other people. So the way they work is they're not traditional um, publisher. And obviously I didn't self-publish. So they're a, a hybrid. So oh. we worked together and the book is actually releasing in the middle of September. So far the published date is September 14th. So Exciting. coming up okay. really soon. 
So wow. yeah, you know, actually, your timing is so perfect, right? Oh Especially gosh. in September when everyone's kind of doing school and maybe going back to work or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially, I mean, COVID nineteen is huge. There's definitely going to be a lot of after effects. Yeah, and and you know what too? And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, because I was trying to put myself in my client's shoes of being okay. in that corporate environment. I'm like, if I was still, you know, an operations director, what would I do in this situation? And it's like, I would be doing everything I could to reduce operating expenses and overhead. Exactly. To make sure that people were at home and people would furloughed, laid off. They're like, oh my goodness, I have a degree in marketing and now what do I do? And I was working for hotels. I'm like, well, okay, great. Degree in marketing, hotels. Sorry, hotels are not going to come back for a while. Any of the travel industry, sorry, people, it's going to be a while. So how can you take your marketing skills now and say, okay, I may have a lot of experience in the hotel industry and travel industry. What can I do now for a different industry? What industries are doing really well or are just at the breaking point of doing well? And how can I help them get over that hump? And how can I do it virtually? too right. right marketing is a lot of virtual and stuff right now so it's, exactly. it's teaching people to pivot because we've been so focused on doing things a certain way for all of these years the world needs each one of us it's this big puzzle and right now yeah the pieces are, are scattered all over the place right? yeah sure so <laughs> you have to take your little piece and you have to figure out where you're gonna fit how many times do we get to the end of the puzzle we're missing one oh. we're like and I'm trying to find that one piece. I know it's here. I haven't opened it anywhere else but here. You know, and you're trying to find that one piece. That one piece could be you out there. You need to step up and own what you know. Don't be trying to be Sally over here who's got different experience than you or Bob over here who's got different experience than you. You are you. You were created to be you. And so step into that. Bring the joy with it, right? Bring that right. excitement because people need that right now. Go to companies and don't wallow in the fact that, oh my goodness, I got laid off or I got furloughed or no one's going to want me. You know, we started this conversation of write down in your journal. I don't, I've had a client where she's like, Vanessa, she goes, I sat down for four hours and wrote in my journal because I was so overwhelmed with everything that was going on. And I just wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And she goes, I got it all out. She goes, wow. and then I was able to look back and say, okay, I got all the crap out. What can I, and she really, she called me, she's like, what can I do with it? I'm like, well, I, I'm not going to read your four hours of journaling, <laughs> but thank you for right. getting it out. Now you have to go back through and figure out, okay, you got all the bad out. Now, what can you do for a company? Because what a lot of people don't realize is when you, you figure out what that company needs, mm -hmm. your place in the company, when you bring those two together, then, and you show the company like, hey, this is my value. This is what I can add to your organization. When the company has all the right pieces, mm -hmm. they can better help the world, right? They can help yeah. the community. They can help all this stuff. You can't have a bunch of crappy people working for a company and just kind of getting a paycheck. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to help the world. And the world needs all of us right now. So figure out your own Absolutely. gifts and talents. You were given them, right? I was given orderly <laughs> and helping people walk <laughs> through some of this stuff. But, right. you know, sorry, I'm not going to be Michael Jordan. I don't care how many hours I practice. Right. I'm not ever going to get that. I, my coordination is not there and I don't have a passion for it. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you're not happy in what you're doing, I, I understand everyone's got bills that need to be paid, but keep working in what you're doing, but find out what you really are supposed to be doing and what companies you should be working for. Right. And if, you, if you're meant to be an entrepreneur, do it. But I'm going to tell people, not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur or should be an entrepreneur. So true. We still need to make widgets, people. Amazon still needs product. Just figure out your place in this world. And if you need help, that's 
that's what I'm here. That's what other coaches are here for. That's what we do. You're absolutely right. We should be fully maximizing our resources. And it's a great time to really use and optimize our time, you know, given that most of us are at home now. So with all your experiences, Vanessa, I know this is quite a leap, (laughs) but with all your experiences, what do you think is one main takeaway that you've had from everything? From everything in life? Just be happy with who you've been created to be. I have chicken legs. It took me years to figure that out, you know, and be happy with it. You know, like I said, is take those gifts and talents, really just give to the world because Mm -hmm. you never know who's going to need what you have. Be who you are. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Don't compare yourself to anyone but yourself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Better yourself. Right. Exactly. And there are such things that are spontaneous, like your friend gave, you know, cake pops (laughs) to your boys and, you know, the Forbes people that reached out to you, you never know when things are going to happen. So really accepting yourself and working towards better yourself is really fundamentally the key to your success and your happiness. So thank you so much, Vanessa. You know, your insights are so important. And I'm sure that though no one's necessarily like you exactly, I know that many people will benefit from learning how to schedule their time, at least prioritizing it for their own happiness and success. So with everything being said, how can our audience reach out to you? Yeah, they can reach out to me and go to vanessamaconkey.com and that's spelled V-E-N-N-E-S-S-A. Conkey is M-C-C-O-N-K-E-Y. They can find me there or you can go on LinkedIn and find me as well as Instagram at Vanessa underscore McConkey underscore coaching. And even on my website, there's all the links to social media, YouTube, Facebook, all those as well. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Everything is so important. And I know that many of our audience will truly be able to utilize what you've said and your stories as motivation for themselves. Thank you so much for being on with joy. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in guys. Whether it was this episode or any other episodes, the major takeaway of season one is that your happiness is not by chance, but by choice. Whether you're like party girl Jade or queen bee Vanessa We are all unique in our walk throughout life, yet we're all working towards achieving our own happiness. Live to become the better you rather than anyone else and always explore what life has to offer. Next season, we'll be looking at courage, the power to let go of the familiar. As always, follow us at withjoy underscore podcast on Instagram and withjoypodcast on Facebook. All episodes are released every Wednesday and our YouTube segments are released every Friday. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you all next week.